Welcome to The Gradebook, a Tampa Bay Times podcast on Florida education issues. I'm reporter Jeff Solacek, and it is November 28th. We're just a few days off from the start of the 2019 legislative session. I know it sounds a little weird because we're still in 2018, but committees need to start meeting so that way they can take up issues and bills before the session actually begins in the spring. With that in mind, we went over to the Florida School Boards Association and Superintendents Association joint meeting at the Grand Hyatt Tampa Bay this week, where we caught up with a few people from around the state to talk with them about what they would like to see from the legislature, what they're expecting for the coming year when it comes to education policy. So we're just going to play those conversations for you. And here we go. I'm Jane Goodwin. I'm chair of the Sarasota County School Board. The most important issue for me, I actually chair the Florida School Board Association's Legislative Committee, is the required local effort that was rolled back for the last three years. So the property tax money, which equates to about 60% of our funding for our operating budget, was rolled back, which meant a significant (laughs) decrease in Sarasota County, where building is in a boom. We lost about $100 million in three years. So that's the main issue for me and one of the main issues for the school board. What will happen if they do what they've done the past three years? Well, we're just losing more and more funds. And as we know, public education has lost a great deal of money in the last 10 years. A great deal. How much? Estimated to be $4 billion in this required local effort rollback uh, altogether for all over the state. And it's probably somewhere around $8 billion in public schools in the last 10 years. And that's in capital dollars to build or improve schools, as well as operating dollars to hire teachers. So that's issue number one. Is there an issue number two, if you had to pick one? It would be to expand the safety and security options for our school district, more mental health counseling specifically. Hi, I'm Nora Rupert, and I'm on the board at Broward County Schools. And tell me what you see as the like two most important issues coming up in the legislative session for school districts. Well, I think we're going to have a continuation of safety. That is, that's a, we should be seeing some bills at least on that, because we're not there yet and a lot of districts are lagging behind in what they need to do, and we need the money. What would you say are the most important things in safety and security that you would like to see? Well, I think we need to talk about a baseline of what is security for this district. Is it everybody has a metal detector, or is it that we have safe zones in each room? And that's what needs to be hammered out within all the districts in in the um, the state. But I know we in Broward are, are just taking that up because... Only two of our teachers during Douglas had the tape in the room for the special area. So I know that was something that was brought forward by the MSD commission. And um, I know we're having a special closed-door session on it when I get back. Are there any other issues that you see as super important for this coming session? Well, we better do something about teacher pay because we are training the teachers and then they're fleeing the state because of the lack of money and opportunity. I mean, once 2011 came by and we lost tenure, it's very hard to be able to have low income and no guarantee of a job every year. One of those has got to, got to give. So I'm looking forward to having a conversation with the legislators about 
the shortage, because not only is there a shortage here in the state, in Broward County, but also the, the entire country is experiencing this. And in my lifetime, I never thought that I'd see Broward teachers fleeing to Georgia and Alabama. So that's a huge wake-up call to us. I'm Jerry Taylor, and I'm from Swanee County, school board member in Swanee County. And what do you see as key issues for the legislature to deal with that school boards are facing? Uh, number one would be school safety, and then the mental health aspect of school safety. To me, that's, that's paramount. What would you want them to do specifically that they haven't already done? Uh, of course, this money is involved, but I think having more counselors in the school, because our society today is so, so fractured in so many ways, and our kids are experiencing that through the bullying of social media. You know, you could go on and on and on with, with, with what's going on in our kids' lives. And I don't, for the most part, I don't think they're receiving that nurturing and that strong environment in the home, in the home setting. And so sometimes to have that person that, that is an expert in dealing with some of these issues these kids are facing, maybe, maybe that could help prevent some of what we're seeing in our schools. So to me, that's number one. Number two would be teacher recruitment and retention. Uh, this is just my, my, my take on it, but when we as a society or we as whomever folks are that from the legislature or whomever, whenever we vilify public education and everything associated with it, then it's not very attractive for a young person to want to dedicate their life to being a classroom teacher. And to me, there's no greater calling outside of being a mother or a father than someone as a public is a classroom teacher and the impact that he or she can have on, on young lives. So to attract the best and the brightest, we must we must exalt those people, must must lift those people up and not vilify the profession. Are, are there any things that for, being from a smaller county that you think that need to be paid attention to that sometimes they pay attention to large counties and they don't always pay attention to those needs? Not Not, not really. I mean, you know, to me, whether you're a student in Miami-Dade or you're a student in Swanee or Union County, students, kids are kids. Their, their aspirations, their, their outlook on life, you know, by large part is, is, is dictated by what they see and what they experience in school. But, uh, I mean, if anything, it would be the lack of, lack of funding, mm-hmm. property taxes, those types of things. If you're from a prop, you're from a real estate or a property rich district where taxes, you, you garner, you know, more money from taxes than we do in our smaller counties. That's an impediment, but it's not something that can be, that cannot be overcome. Hi, my name is Linda Prescott, and I'm the vice chairman of the Hernando County School District. And you have asked me what I feel are some of the top issues facing school boards today. I would say technology, transportation, and obviously, number one, school safety. How would you think that they can be resolved, or what kinds of things would you like to see happen? Well, it always seems to come down to funding, and we definitely have a teacher shortage. We have a technology deficit. We have, um, we're no longer able to do courtesy busing in Hernando. So again, it, it all comes down to funding and revenue sources. Where do you want to see the money come from, or where should it come from? Well, we were very fortunate in Hernando to get the half-penny sales tax, um, which has taken care of a lot of our maintenance needs. However, looking at Hillsborough as an example, on down the road, we're going to be having to face some of the same problems, replacing the, the air conditioning, the heating systems, 
and those are very costly, and we don't have those funds available. Should the legislature do something? Well, I would like for them, obviously, to go back to some of the funding we had several years ago where we did get more funding per student. Our, our technology was funded at a little bit higher rate. So, yes, I would like for them to take a look and prioritize uh, what's needed. I'm Saul Spates from the Hamilton County School Board in Jasper, Florida. What I want to see in the legislature to come up is public school, more money back in the public school system. We're getting hit so hard with all the charter schools coming up. So, and hoping our governor put more money back in public schools. That's a major issue that we're going to need. Where do you think it will come from or that it should come from? Well, it all depends if the money there, but they um, seem to be lobbing more towards private schools, so the money there, but they just got to put it back in the public school system and help our teachers out too, because they did, our teachers really, the state of Florida, our teachers behind, they really deserve more money. Are there things that you see in your district being a smaller district that maybe the larger districts don't experience that the legislature ought to be paying attention to? Now, I want to know on that, that part there. Yeah, so. Okay. I just feel like um, like our district, we're, we're a small district, and our teachers haven't got a raise in four or five years. And then lots of them get frustrated. They want to go to other places. So, And you can't blame them. If they're there to make a living like everybody else, money is important. So... But we just hope that the governor, new governor, do the right thing and focus the more, more bike towards public schools. Hi, my name is Tiffany Justice. I'm from the school district of Indian River County. Um, and uh, I'm a parent with, with children, four children in public schools. Um, so I unpack a lot of backpacks. Uh, public education is very important, and I think it's going to be important for the legislature to make sure that they are fully funding the things that they mandate. Um, a lot of times we talk about unfunded uh, mandates. Really what it is is underfunded mandates, transportation, um, exceptional student education. These are areas where I really feel that legislators need to be more involved in knowing that we're being underfunded and how that's affecting students and families across the state. Where do you think the money should come from? I think the money should be allocated from the state budget. I think legislators need to understand that we need to serve students with excellence and make sure that they're receiving the services that they need, but we are not funded in order to be able to do that. If they don't do it, then what happens next? Well, I, I mean, I think as a, as a group, being a part of FSBA is important because you're able to advocate it, um, you know, with your legislators, and there's power in numbers, and my hope is that school board members continue to come together to rally to advocate for students. I am Karen Castor-Dental. I'm with Orange County School Board. I was just sworn in last night, and I'm um, already hearing rumors about what's going to happen in the legislature. And um, I'm looking right now not just at legislation that's been filed, but who the players are, who are the chairs of the committees in the Senate and the House, and rumors about who the next commissioner of education might be. And without naming any names, I have to tell you that... Um, Public education, as we know it, um, is looks like it's in jeopardy. So my biggest, um, well, I think is not necessarily looking at a particular topic, but just funding in general for public schools is what I'll be looking, I'll be watching for because I know they're going to start shifting it to vouchers, uh, even more so than they have now. They're going to just really blow open the doors 
And that's what I expect will happen. So I just want to make sure that we're protecting our responsibility to educate all the kids in the state and not just undermine all these systems that we've created. Well, let's name a couple of names. People on the committees were just named, especially for the Senate side. Do you feel comfort at all knowing that Senator Monford and Senator Simmons, for instance, are in key roles? Monford and Simmons are uh, what I would say our best hope. Some of the others, uh, Diaz and Baxley, um, I've worked with both of them in the legislature in the House and on education committees, and they both have a different um, perspective and goal in mind, uh, and they really look for, they think privatization is the key. So uh, there's not a way that privatization and our public schools can both survive given the lack of or the minimum funds that they give us. Now, you mentioned the, the education commissioner, and people keep talking about this like the governor gets to pick. My reading of the law is that the State Board of Education gets to pick, and that is still, they just appointed Commissioner Stewart for another year. Why are people so concerned that the governor is just going to come in and do something? Uh, well, the governor appoints the members of the Board of Education, and so who the governor recommends, the board appoints, is who they will appoint. They have the freedom to appoint who the governor recommends. <laughs> I see, but all of the board members currently are Rick Scott appointees, and they're, they will be that way, barring some sort of strange iteration for, through 2020. Um, uh, well, you know, Tallahassee is a strange place, and people will sometimes be asked to step aside. And a lot of times they will fall in line and do that. So if you're just looking at it in a pure uh, procedural manner, the way it's written on paper, then you might be missing out on some of the plays that are happening. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> Any other thoughts for this session or things that you want? I just want, I mean, there are so many needs that our public schools have. I mean, and I would even go so far as to say there's needs our charter schools and our private schools and vouchers need. And we're all pulling from the same inadequate fund. So unless there's a way that Tallahassee can adequately fund all three systems, we're all going to suffer. So I don't think just diverting funds to one voucher program is going to help. It's The state is not going to fare well in that type of funding scheme. Senator Bill Montford a Tallahassee Democrat who also heads the Superintendents Association was at the Grand Hyatt Tampa Bay when we were there. And so we checked in with him as well just to hear a little bit of his thoughts on what will happen in the legislative session. He will be co-chairing the Education Committee in the Senate with Senator, newly elected Senator Manny Diaz as the chairman. So tell me, as Education Vice Chairman, what we should expect in the session um, coming out of the Senate and how it might be different than what we've seen in the past or how it might be the same? I'm exceptionally optimistic with with uh, President Galvano and uh, President Pro Tem Simmons. Uh, I, I have served as their vice chair, both of them, on, on Ed, Ed Approach over the years, and I know their commitment to all of public education, and I am exceptionally optimistic uh, over the next two years. I think if you look at the committee assignments, uh, you can tell a lot about uh, the next two years by committee assignment. 
and I am very optimistic uh, for public education, all of public education. What about the concerns that people have been raising about, like, the RLE? Is that going to be resolved this year? Yeah, I think so. I think, I mean, as I've said before, uh, I think it's time, from my standpoint, for us to pause and reflect on what we've been doing for the last few years. And, you know, there's there's room for disagreement. Uh, but I think if we really look at the RLE issue, I think we'll we'll come to grips with that. I really do. Uh, and and also an issue that we've got to deal with is when we pause and reflect is I don't see very few people uh, can make an argument against choice. Uh, and I think a lot of times there's a, there's a gross misperception that people are opposed uh, to choice when in fact what we really want is an equal footing, an equal playing field, if you will. The same rules and so on. Uh, public schools, if a public school, uh, if you can't build a traditional public school in a community, then why should we allow a charter school to build on the exact same spot? Uh, the argument that I hear from my colleagues around the state, education colleagues, uh, is that they, they're not opposed to school choice. They believe that parents should have a choice. But we also need a, a level playing field. And that's what makes people, that's what irritates people. Is the House going to continue to win every battle? Uh, well, I don't think they've won every battle. Now, uh, but uh, uh, clearly uh, it's time for the Senate to take a firm stand on this. And I believe with our president and our president pro tem and our committee chairs, I think you'll see that. That's the end of the podcast, but we would love to hear what you have to say as well about these issues. So please go over to our Facebook page, Tampa Bay Times Gradebook, where you can chime in as well on our post of this podcast. To keep up on the latest in Florida education breaking news, go to our blog, which has now got a slightly easier URL. It's tampabay.com slash gradebook. And please keep sharing and reviewing this podcast. Send us your ideas if you have any. We'd love to hear them so we can get in things that you would like to hear about as well as things that we like to talk about. I'm reporter Jeff Solitek. Thanks again for listening. 